Has anyone ever said to you, it's just a TV show? That's when you know it's time to cut them out of your life. If you don't think it's just a TV show, you'll probably love my podcast, She's Speaking with Emily Hanks, and it's available everywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to the All About TRH podcast, aka All About the Royal Housewives, aka All About the Truth. On this week's episode, we recap the Royal Housewives of New Jersey and talk about what's happening with the ladies in regards to season 14. We also touch on Kim and Croy sadly exiting the party and what that means for their children. Hey, Roxanne. You guys, we were on the phone today, and thank <laughs> God my friend Alex texted me and was like, hey, New Jersey's on, and it was like 8.30, and I'm like, what do you mean New Jersey's on? And he's like, yeah, New Jersey's on right now, and we, Chantel was like freaking out. I was out. freaking out because I don't have regular cable anymore, so I use you like my- You don't have DVR. Yeah, and I, I used to have, like, Hulu Live, and, like, I canceled that because I was being cheap. And so I just, like, I used my sister's Xfinity, and so I didn't know, like, how I was going to watch the first 30 minutes, but then I just, you told me about the Bravo app, which yeah, you I can go, Yeah, you can go on the Bravo app, and then you'll be able to watch it right away. Because even with Peacock, which we both have, or, well, actually, I have, you use my yeah, account. Yeah, use yours. I was like, wait. Wow, I'm really G. <laughs> yeah, use my account. And with Peacock, it doesn't, the episode doesn't happen until the next day, but... I don't know, Bravo, you guys did not do a great job with advertising this new time because I didn't even know that it was 8 o'clock and uh, we could have had this podcast up earlier. I know, we would have been so Mm -hmm. happy. I know, whatever. Uh, Before we get into the episode, which was like a filler, but there were interesting things that happened. You guys, I've waited my whole life for this. I need to talk about this. What? (laughs) my mother's day present oh my god you're so crazy (laughs) you guys my daughter charlie comes home from school today and she was like mom look what i have and it was like this mother's day thing where she fills out um you know my mom's name is this my mom's favorite color this is what i enjoy about my mom and then she answers it and the teacher writes it and i call chantal and i'm so freaking excited you guys i kid you not I've waited my whole life for this. Like, these are the moments, like, you know, and now she's in big girl school. She's in a school that she'll be in until eighth grade. So I'm like, oh, my god, She's four years old, guys. <laughs> yeah. And you know what Chantel says? She's like, let me tell you Chantel's reaction. She literally <laughs> is like, so are you going to throw it now? And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean am I going to throw it? She's like, in 30 years, do you think you're going to care about that? I'm like, yeah. She's like, in 30 years, do you think she's going to care about that? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, no one's going to care. So please (laughs) agree with me for the first time, people, and tell Chantal that she's wrong. Because my mom kept things, and I I looked at it, like, right before I got married, and I was like, this is so beautiful that my mom kept this. And, like, where is it now? It's in my basement. Yeah, collecting dust. Like, my mom has never (laughs) kept anything that I've probably done and I'm not, I don't have a void missing. Like nothing is wrong with that. Okay. I'm not saying that first off, your mom is the type of person you will go ahead and buy $300 worth of something and she throws it that second. So your yes. mom doesn't collect anything at all. There's literally nothing in her house. My mom but, doesn't even keep a Christmas tree. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Which is so <laughs> weird. Cause we're all so into Christmas, but 
I don't think it's supposed to fill a void or anything. I just think it's so beautiful. And I think that if your mom did keep stuff, like you would be like, that's so sweet of her. No, I thought it was really sweet. But like now we have a phone and like you did post it on social media. So now like I posted on my Snapchat. Yeah. So like put a folder called like Charlie's like stuff and then just get rid of it. And just so you guys know, I do have that. I have a container with folders of Charlie's stuff, of Sloan stuff, and they're going to open this one day. And so am I, and I'm going to cry, and it is what it is. So I'm just letting you guys know I've waited my whole life, and today was one of my best days ever seeing that. Um, it's Chantal's a hater. But you know what? Someone wrote <laughs> on a review that I need to stop being mean to her, so uh-huh. I know. I, you guys have no idea how she talks to me outside of the show. I just Not talk true. more. Okay. No, not true. Oh, she's such a freaking liar. I'm so nice. Okay. <laughs> Lauren, I'm going to call your fiance right now and see. Oh, says. my fiance's not going to tell me I'm I'm nice. <laughs> not to me. So, okay. Whatever. But yeah, that was I sorry. I know like you guys don't care and you're like let's get to the recap. But before we do that, I want to talk Real Housewives of New Jersey uh season 14. So we're on season 13 right now. Everyone's like you know, Melissa keeps going, and it's on allabouttherry.com, reference for stories if you guys want to see it. And she keeps saying, I'm coming back. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I want you guys to pay attention to this. No other housewife on the cast is talking about the status of where they stand because no one knows. Contracts are not – that means contracts are not out. So typically when people are quiet and low-key – It's a good thing because they don't know what's going to happen. But the only person who keeps speaking is Melissa. And that's how that goes to show you how insecure she is to just try to who cares what any of us think, but to try to prove it, she's saying, I'm not going anywhere. And it's like, yeah, Melissa, we know you don't want to quit. We know you'll never quit. Okay. We know you've been through everything and you refuse to quit. We get that. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to get let go. I'm not saying that she is. I'm just saying that obviously at this point, no contract has come out and everyone's remaining low key, but Melissa, just like she's done like 40 interviews within a two week time frame, she thinks she's the exception. So she doesn't care. She's the only one talking out on it. And that makes me worried for her because I know she wants to come back and I don't know if she'll come back with you know, that kind of attitude and keep talking and talking and talking. She's not, that gag order is still, I think, in place and she still <laughs> keeps going. I, that's just so embarrassing. Like, what if they did come back and not give you a contract? Like, what would you I say? Know. That's why I would never say anything. I would never. I'm like, but she's that then confident. At least, at least, like, you could then spin it, spin it, and be like, I quit and then, like, make it, like, cool. But now at this point, you can't even do that. And at this point, it is May 9th. They don't have a contract. I don't think that they're going to be filming in the summer, uh, which I think was the plan. So uh, hell yeah, because I don't want to see them film in the summer. And that's that. Or they just might delay it and like, they just like have to hurry up and just say, come on. No, it, right? no, 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 it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. So that's good for us though, because I'm overseeing Jersey shore. I'm sorry, guys. I'm over Same. it. We're, We're like Paulie this episode. He's, he doesn't like the Jersey shore. <laughs> Wait, he said that? I didn't even catch that. Del- Dolores said that because they're, they're like, why aren't you guys at the shore? And then she's like, Polly doesn't like the shore. Yeah, good, Polly. I mean, you're a grown-ass <laughs> man. Get over it. I'm kidding, though. If we had, like, a cool place. We have Traverse City, but that's, like, four hours away. And who wants to – at that point, it's like, let's just go to Florida. You know, I, I like, think it's, want- like, it's like the equivalent of them just having, like, a lake house, like which is would, would, would be nice for us in Michigan. Yeah. And then another thing, you guys, uh, Miami for their next season, they will not be on Peacock. They won't, the premiere season six will not premiere on Peacock. That is so crazy. I know it's going to premiere on Bravo. 
it is crazy. I did like watching the first four episodes nonstop. And then, but you guys, I feel like I'm telling you, if you're not watching Miami, that's the best one. You got to watch it. Just watch season three, four, and five. That's it. Don't watch one or two. Uh, but I'm pretty sure, or is it four and five? No, just watch four, five, and six. So the newer seasons and you're good. But I do feel like with it being on Peacock, not everyone has Peacock. So, and then by the time it comes out on Bravo, it's just like, it's old news. It's not the same. So I do think this is a good move for them. So I think I'm happy about that. And then one last thing, you guys, because this is crazy. Kim Zolziak got it, filed for divorce. I did, this was crazy. I did not see this coming whatsoever. She acts so in love with her husband. She has always acted like this. And then it got to a point where she's like, I don't need the show. I have this beautiful family. I have this beautiful kids, which I respect people that do that. But I think she acted like that because of her spinoff um, and getting that. But I am shooketh that they got divorced. Obviously, they there was there's like, money problems. Right. Yes. Of course, there's and money, money problems. talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Money talks. Um, according to legal documents that were obtained by TMZ, um, the Kim's filing said that, you know, their relationship is broken with no hope of, you know, getting back together. And then this comes right after the fact that we find out she didn't pay taxes in like over a million dollars. So which is insane. Uh, Bethany Frankel went freaking ham on her story, like one of her like reels. Yeah, we posted it on All About Terry. Yeah, that's uh, how I saw it. Yeah. And, <laughs> okay, yeah. And uh, I mean, it, it all comes down to money, you guys. Like, I feel like money is the number one marital issue. And I, I'm sure they were fighting about money every single day. They obviously were dumb about their money. And their relationship wasn't obviously as strong because I do feel like Kim you know, loves money. And now she's like running into this issue, but maybe Kim should have never left the show. Cause she would have had money saved. The craziest thing. Do you thing- think she's going to come back? I want to see her come back. I think that's interesting. She it's just be- really sad. Don't they have four, four young kids together? Yes. They have four kids. They have a set of twins and then two other kids that yeah, even really adopted sad. for two daughters. It's heartbreaking. It's so sad. We never want to see this for anyone. And honestly, like I would not be shocked about any relationship that gets divorced on the show. I was freaking shocked about this. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people were. Yeah, I was so freaking shocked because, like, because it seemed like they were meant to be, and like they just like were having all these kids. Like they were together, they were a unit. Like I don't know. She loved him. Like she just in 2022, she was talking about how they keep their marriage live. Go on all about trh.com. We did a whole timeline on it. But the most interesting thing is today, Croy asked for sole legal and physical custody of their four children wow how dear him right i mean calm down yeah like, like she's a mom you're bitter unless she's like doing something like crazy well, not, that we don't know yeah it's not about being a mom like just get joint custody at this point yeah like, i don't know but yeah it is crazy we'll talk more about it on sunday when we recap atlanta oh my gosh you guys gave us so much shit about not knowing about martel and oh my i got <laughs> I have shit for shit, so i'm so sorry about that yeah, she's going to be prepared uh, for Sunday's episode, but I was shooketh by Martel as a human, and Sheree needs to run far away. And then a lot of you guys sent me stuff about Candy and how she was actually very supportive of Sheree when her website crashed and all that stuff, and I like Sheree, so I'm kind of disappointed, but oh my God, Martel needs to go. He he needs to go, you guys. I'm so scared. I'm so scared of that relationship. He does not seem like a good guy, and uh, yeah. We will discuss more about it on Sunday, but I'm sorry that we disappointed about not knowing more 
regarding that whole thing. So yeah, let's, I think Chantel's like, all right, um, let's get into the Real Housewives of New Jersey, which was a total filler episode. But again, some interesting things happened, don't you say? What not you say, Chantel? Yeah, no, I, I like this episode. Wow, okay. Well, the episode begins with Fuda. I mean, oh my gosh, why am I calling her Fuda? Bravo, lover, one, two, three, four. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Bravo, lover, one, two, three, four. So the episode begins with Bravo, lover, one, two, three, four, asking her daughter to eat. And her daughter, she's not about it. And same, I can relate. I think most parents can, especially at that age. And then we see a scene with Melissa and Antonia that lasted 0.1 second. You guys, I'm not even, I'm not being shady. I don't know what happened in that scene. So I'm not sure. It was, she it was so short. She ate a grape. She ate a grape and then <laughs> who, who was trying to act cool. Melissa, Melissa? <laughs> she like oh threw a grape gosh. in the air. Was like, I can do this trick. <laughs> no, guys. Okay, so Fessler brings her mom, and her mom has a twin over at Margaret's. And tell me, they did not look like Tommy Pickles' mom from Rugrats. Did you I watch it? Yes, but they were the cutest thing I've ever seen in my Absolutely, life. Absolutely, but they reminded me of his mom. No. Yeah. No, I I know what you're talking about actually. I'm, and I'm sure. shocked that I know them. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought they were so cute. They're 80. They dress alike. And I love that for them. Same. I'm team twins. I love it. They're talking about marriage. And Margaret says that she's married to a stage five clinger, saying her husband is obsessed with her. And I'm we just know. Saying, yeah. We know. Well, I just think he has no job. And he's kind of like her assistant. And that's okay. But he's probably okay with it. And acts obsessed because I mean Margaret's paying the bills, so he's like, I gotta like serve her because he has kids, bills, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, okay. I think we talked about this, but I just want to yeah. make sure he does. Okay. Yeah. Fesser says uh, her aunt is like her second mother, and same again. We can totally relate to this because we feel like this about our um, aunts. That's what I wrote. I said that we relate so much to Fessler and her family being close. Yeah, I love that. Uh huh. Uh, okay, wow, it's cute that you and I wrote the mm-hmm. same thing. Okay. Margaret Sr. says the best thing is being a grandmother. And I can see that because my mom is happier than she's ever been with my kids. And so Chantel's with her grandkids, Chantel's mom. Not Chantel doesn't have kids, but her siblings do. And they bring up how Margaret's son is 26. And I'm like, okay, let's see the son. Where is he? Yeah, where? where? And like right him. away, and right away she goes to try, she brings up that little boy. Yeah, Lexi's son. Stop yeah, making like, talk Lexi your... and Lexi's son a thing, y'all. Yeah, because I think she's trying to deflect from her son. Yeah, like, oh, Lexi went through a bad marriage. She's not living with me. Her son, like, okay, thank you, but I don't I don't understand. Anywho, and no shade to Lexi. She seems like a nice person, but, like, I don't care, you know? I'm not, I swear, it's, like, no shade at all. I just don't know why she's getting forced down our throats this season. It's so weird. Now, they start talking crap about Danielle, and they say Danielle makes everything about her, and she probably gets a lot of attention in her family, so No, she, she like, called her an immature asshole, which was so, like, why are you calling her that? Yeah, she, yeah, she's going too hard, but again, we don't see Margaret's life, you guys. We don't see her kids. We see Lexi and Lexi's son, <laughs> and her husband babysitting Lexi. Like, we don't see anything, so she is going hard for Danielle, and just because Danielle does sometime remind me of Melissa from throwback days, you know, when Melissa first got on the show, she loved attention and went to everything that anyone would invite her to. She's still like that till this day. I can see Danielle being like that. I can see her, you know, loving attention. I can yeah. see her. We, we do have a story about her on all about that she denied, but 
I have been getting a lot of blinds, you guys, about Danielle. And when people locally like ask her to help that she talked to, she says, she says, here's my email and she'll send that to them and say, here's my, um, like her PR or whatever the heck it is. And you know, you can inquire through there cause it's going to be a paid thing. And okay, girl, <laughs> I don't know. That's not housewife material to me and I'm not about that. So again, it gives me Melissa throwbacks, which tells me that if, Danielle and Melissa come back, they'll probably end up getting along because that's how Melissa was coming on. Except, I I kid you not, I feel like Melissa was pretty supportive to the local people. I really think she was. I think, you know, she was very supportive to anyone locally, which I think is great. Like, I think you, you need should to be. be. Yeah. Right. Be There's humble. One... Like, it's not about exactly. money. Exactly. You're mm-hmm. on the show. Be lucky that you're on the show. Help your community out. You're not any better than anyone. So I don't know. I'm up in the air with Danielle. There's just been so many instance, instances with her. And I've never seen a housewife behind the scenes to me come off how she has. On the show, I like her, though. So I don't know. We'll see about her. Anyway, Frank Jr., he gets a dream job, and Dolores and the fam are celebrating with, you know, Dolores' boyfriend. Brittany's there, which is Frank's girlfriend. Why didn't they invite me? Oh, I know. Oh, my gosh. Chantel, you're (laughs) engaged. No, we were going to celebrate his work. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You wish, sweets. You wish. Um, (laughs) But I like that Brittany and Polly came. I feel like that's how it should be at this point. Yeah, no, I agree. It was cute. Yeah, Frank feels like Polly doesn't want a relationship with him, and I don't think that he does either, and it is okay. <laughs> I did write, though. I wrote, like, how cute is Frank Jr., though? Like, I, I love his personality, his demeanor. And the way he talks, yeah. He's oh just gosh. so um, intentional, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Oh, he totally is. Mama reads him right, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, Good job, Dolores. Dolores. Yeah. Uh, and it would, the part when he was like, water's fine for me. I was like, I wouldn't ask for 10 margaritas because I know my parents are paying. Bye. The sister did too. Oh, she asked for water too. Yeah. And they both, and then Frank did say he was like, you know, I don't know where they came from because we're drinkers and they're not. Yeah. I did see Frank say that. And I was like, yeah, what the heck? And it's so funny because our, like my mom's not a drinker and we're always like, let's have a margarita. And she's like, what's wrong with you people? And your mom isn't either. I don't think I don't think our parents have ever drank alcohol. I have never seen my mom drink. Never, never, never. My mom will will go to a restaurant. She's like, Can I have a virgin pina colada? <laughs> I'm like, what's the point? Why do you need to do that? She's like, because I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> There's like literally no point of drinking all the like sugar and worst part of it. Like the liquor's the good part. But anywho, okay. Well, but yeah, I just such like I love Frank Jr. and his sister too. But anyways, Brittany's hilarious. She asked Polly if he spoke English when he came here, and he's like, uh yeah, I spoke oh English. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ireland. I was Rexy and I had to go under my covers. Like that is a that is like a comment that I would think about for the rest of my life. I thought it was hilarious. So I, I mean I actually I was laughed crying out loud. laughing. <laughs> but yeah, that was but it was really so funny. embarrassing. Like know, of course he spoke girl. English. Well, Frank asked Polly about if he's going to propose soon, and Polly doesn't seem happy about it, and he asked Frank whether he's going to propose, in which Frank says, I asked you first, and Polly, I think, is just trying to piss Frank off, and he's like, yep, I already have the ring. We talk about proposing all the time, which no man talks like that, yeah. No man would, like, yeah, we talk about all the ring. Yeah, we. I'm going to propose. Like, please. I don't think Polly has a ring. Dolores does praise Brittany, and you can tell she really loves her. Frank says he can't imagine either parent getting married. Um, and kind of same, right? Yeah. And I'm talking about Frank Jr. saying that. And and Frank, in his, Frank Sr. in his confessional says that he does love the family dynamic, and I'm glad uh, 
that he's like feeling good about it after that. He's such a mush. Yeah. Oh, a mush. Okay. Yeah, mush. Like, you know. Teddy bear? Yeah. Okay. Over at Teresa's mansion, which, holy hell, I didn't even realize how beautiful her house looked like from the outside, like down the driveway. Did you notice that? It, I know. And just her, even her decor, like the outside furniture she picked, she picked was so pretty that I noticed too. This the time. outside furniture is really, really Yeah. Nice. It's like our yeah, style, I, love it. I feel like. So our style. Yeah. That, I will say that. Anyways, Teresa and Louie are wedding planning, and Teresa says planning the wedding isn't stressful. She says, what is stressful is, you know, Princess and Melissa. And yeah, I can see that. I don't know how you guys can't see it. I don't get it. But anyways. I don't either. Louis calls his mom and he jokes and he says, what's up, you sexy thing? And yeah, that was kind of weird, huh? <laughs> no, I didn't. I did think it was weird until her reaction because like it clearly seems like that's their dynamic and relationship. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I didn't think it was that weird. Yeah. Okay. I know. I mean, whatever. Like he's obviously clowning. Uh, but I also feel like if Princess was to say it, everyone, no one would say anything. They'd be like, <laughs> "Look at how funny he is with his mom." But like, I know. And then people are gonna yeah. say that about us. Like if you I know, know we that's why. I, that's why I was like, okay, yeah, it was weird because I'm gonna get told, yeah, you're biased because you don't think it's weird. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying <laughs> to be better. I get all this conflicted feedback all the time. Anyways, Louis asks his mom if she wants a slow dance with just the two of them at their wedding. And she says, you know, it's whatever you guys want. It's your wedding. Teresa says in her confessional that Louis' family has been very supportive throughout the wedding. And they just want whatever, you know, Teresa and Louis want. And Teresa says with her family, it's been nothing but the opposite. Louis asks Teresa how the bridal party was. And Teresa says it's just weird with Melissa and that Melissa's actions don't go with what's really happening. Teresa then shows Louie how she has to chase Melissa down and how she texted Melissa about if she was coming to the rehearsal dinner. Now all about TRH.com. We read these. We, yep. We shared and we read these texts with you back in February and throughout the season, we would bring it up and we weren't, we weren't making this up. You guys were like, show proof, show proof. And we, I mean, a lot of it was on all about TRH.com. But as you can see, we were not making this up. And what these texts show is Melissa saying that she isn't coming to anything and that the only day her whole family is available for is Teresa's wedding day, which makes me question Melissa's motive about wanting to move forward with Teresa, like she said in her text back in July. In mid-July, you know, she told Teresa, I want to move forward. And then she, a week later, we have this, you know, reference the text on allabouttrh.com, but I just can't keep up. It's, it's I just think the whole and I just think the whole time even there was like a scene earlier with Margaret and them that it just seemed like they were not their plan was they to not no come attention. to the wedding yeah, yeah even to the wedding like they were waiting for something to happen right just to not come mm -hmm. and it's so clear it's clear as ever like especially in this episode to me yeah Louis says there's no effort and it, it's always blame 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 and they're always blaming Teresa. And it, you guys, that's a fact. That's 100% true. Because if you watch the whole season, not once does Melissa take any accountability. Not once does Princess take accountability. Gia apparently had been telling her dad uh, all that's been going on with, you know, Louie and Princess. And Joe, Juicy Joe, goes out of his way to call Louie. And he tells him, do not let Princess interfere in your life. And he warns Louie, saying he will find a problem no matter what. So just... Like, leave it alone. Don't let him get involved. Probably saying, don't let him get too close. Leave it as is. It's yes. going to be better. And yep. sometimes it is better. And there's a trend, you guys. If Teresa had seven husbands, he will continue to do the same thing to all of them. Right. 
Louis says it's hard to be lowered by Princess time and time again. He calls him tra- trash, trash. He calls him trash, and Princess is trash. The way Princess has acted is absolute trash it's to his sister. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Teresa's just done with Joe. She's tired of the hurt. And I don't blame her. But no. she did blame Melissa again, and I'm done her blaming Melissa. She needs to start blaming Princess Gorga, and that's it. Right, right, exactly. Now, over at Danielle's house, Danielle's mom comes over, and honestly, I'm starting to change again how I feel about Danielle because we're talking about Danielle's and her brother. And I'm over it. I'm over it's it. It's not fair to make an entire storyline about your brother, and he's not even on the show. That's so not fair to him and his wife. Danielle says that Danielle's brother iced out his mom, too. And can someone get me Danielle's brother and sister-in-law's number, please, someone? Send it over to me. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Because I need to call them. I need to hear their side at this point. You guys have had me now be kind of interested in this whole thing. So I need to hear the other side. When Melissa and Princess came on the show, Teresa never once talked about them or any issues they had. I I need to know what is going on. And I know you guys need to hear your voice or you want your voice heard because you it, it's sounding like Danielle's brother is being out of line. So call me, please. Someone send me their number. I know you Jersey people. You guys know who this brother is. So please send it to me. We're going to go ahead and text him, and we're going to text his sister-in-law because I know the sister-in-law is dying, dying <laughs> to get her fucking out there. She's like, I can't stand your sister. So someone send me that number. Okay, anyways. Jennifer surprises her family with a place to stay, and her sister-in-law hugs her in tears. She thanks her. She says, you've always helped and supported me. Jennifer this is how in law should act. Yeah, and she is loyal. I'm here for it. She is so great to her family. It was so cute. And you can tell, like, the sister-in-law was so grateful. The so brother grateful. was grateful. It was, and then you, it was really cute to even see how, like, Jennifer knows how it feels to not live in such a lavish lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So relatable. Bravo lover1234, she meets with Jaden. She tells, and that's her husband's son. She tells Jaden that they started the adoption process. So this was filmed in July of 2022. It is now May of 2023. John Fuda in the episode, he says that the paralegal reached out to the Fudas and they're going to reach out to the mom. And if they can't make contact with the mom, they are able to move forward. But ready to hear something, Chantel? Yes. Jaden's mom came out four days ago and said she never received an adoption request, has never heard anything about it. This will be on allaboutterryh.com by the time you listen to this. Jaden's mom says the adoption storyline is, quote, a poor, pathetic excuse of a storyline. Wow. This is how you know they've been doing this for a storyline. because I know. And we kind of said that, too. What are we waiting for? Exactly. And the whole thing was uncomfortable. Even, like, her explaining it to Jaden was just so uncomfortable for me. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. Maybe it's the way she talks. I don't know. Jaden does say he. Oh, what were you going to say? I would say she handled the situation well, the way she was talking. And you can tell Jaden is happy with her. And yeah, them, I so, agree with that. Yeah, but it was just so uncomfortable. Jaden. So, yeah, I, was, I wrote Jaden does say he wants it to happen. And that's great. But, you know, for me, what I, I'm just like, well, why didn't you do this like five, ten years ago? I mean, when he was, like, at least a little bit younger. Because he does seem, like, very happy about it. So why not do it sooner? I told you. They said that they – she said that she, they did on Watch What Happens Live that one time. But I don't know. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I do believe she has so much love for him. I think their relationship is great. And I'm happy that Jaden has that. Yes. But also, I just never liked how she spoke about the mom. Just, like, leave the mom out of it and say the mom isn't involved. She's just not around. And that's it. You know? Not say – I raised him. He owes me now, and I have to be his adopted mother. 
that's how I look at it. But I don't know. No, no comment. No, I agree. All right. Well, Dolores is hosting a party, and Margaret says she doesn't know what will happen, which kind of brings me to what you said. Like, they all knew, like, something was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. John Fuda tells Bravo Lover that he asked Nate about why Danielle called his wife a rat. And again, men, stay out of it. It makes me very uncomfortable. She got so happy. But right, I would do if my, like, husband was backing me up, but it was so funny. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> And the fact that Bravo Lover and her husband keep saying that Bravo Lover was just telling her friend what was said is weird. And they're referring to Margaret because they met two months ago and they weren't friends before that. Seriously. And like, Bravo it's... Lover met Danielle the same time she met Margaret. I don't understand. How did they get so close that fast? They didn't. She just picked a side immediately. I know. Melissa was like, I got you on the show. Tile, Fuda, like... You know, you told me you were going to get me allegedly free tile. And I said I was going to get you a contract. You better know your lane. So, yeah. She knows it. They discuss the Laura Lee stuff. And it's like, can we get to the finale already? Seriously. Because I'm over it. Danielle says Margaret is a problem. And we've been knowing that. This isn't big news. Okay. Now, it's a couple days before the wedding. And not only has Teresa been chasing Melissa, asking her what she would prefer for the seating arrangement, what would make her most comfortable at Teresa's wedding, checking in on why she has an RSVP, like we've been saying since February, asking her if she's coming to the rehearsal dinner and brunch. Teresa's literally chasing Melissa. But now we find out that Teresa's been calling Joe multiple times and he's not taking her calls. My God, it is exhausting. I can't imagine any sensible bride would let this fly. Any bride with any common sense would be okay with this. Never. I I would be so scared if that would happen to me coming yeah. up yeah and what would you do no i would lose it. it it's not okay i would lose it louis style i think what he did was amazing i hope yeah. you did too because i really was like hell yeah it's so funny though because I, I like read people's stuff and they were mad when louis didn't have Teresa's back as much now they're mad that louis is having Teresa's back no you cannot like it he should have her back because he's seeing what's happening louis is pissed he's tired of hearing it i don't blame him and it's so confusing to me because when melissa would trash talk Teresa to princess gorka everyone was like yes melissa that's your husband he needs to put his sister in check but when louis calls out the vile things that joe is doing right in front of us that we're all seeing louis is the bad guy He's speaking the truth, and that's it. I'm sorry. Louis says that he feels so bad for Teresa. Louis says he was so insulted when Princess calls Teresa miserable, knowing that she's actually happy, and she does look the happiest. Teresa doesn't fake it. We know when she's happy. We know when she's struggling, okay? She looks the happiest she's been in a while. Louis says Princess doesn't like to see her happy, and it's very clear that he doesn't because Teresa was on the show as happy as she could be, and guess who? Followed her on the show, knowing she's so happy. Princess and Melissa come on the show, knowing that Teresa is the happiest she could ever be. And then they bring family drama and they tell producers, we're going to take her down. And that's exactly what they try to do. So they, I, I agree with Louis. They don't want to see her happy. No, I agree too. Louis says and that. And he's, he's like, he, the way he's saying it now really does like I feel like bring it out more to light to her like you can see Teresa get sad because she's just like wow this is so true but she doesn't want him to like he was like obviously like gonna blow up and they were going to a party and she didn't want that but you can just tell how sad she was with the realization how true this is yeah Louis says princess is projecting how miserable he is in his real life onto Teresa and I absolutely believe that I don't think 
in my opinion, that Joe, based on what we've researched and seen financially, I think he wants to be more successful because when you're making X amount, people like the Real Housewives, they will, you know, try to keep up and they're spending X amount. So how much are they actually making? So this whole pizza deal doesn't come through. He's having like people claim all this stuff about his contract work. And then now there's these cheating rumors about Melissa. No married man wants to hear cheating rumors about their wife, even if it's true or not. No one wants to hear that. So I do think he's miserable. I do think he sees Teresa living in this beautiful home with this guy she's going to marry who is more successful than him. And I think he's projecting. I think he is projects, projecting his, like, m like how miserable he is onto Teresa. Yes. Yeah. Teresa says that she just wants peace. And if he doesn't want it, then she's done. And Louis says that they keep pushing you and pushing you and pushing you. And he's done dealing with it because at this point, Louis has tried a million times and they won't stop. Louis says he's ready to react again. I don't blame him. If you're a Melissa stan, you should understand Louie wanting to react because Melissa came on a show telling producers she's going to take her sister-in-law, Teresa, down. So in Melissa's situation, she was reacting to the fact that she was so envious of Teresa. Louie is reacting to what he is seeing of Joe on the show, like Joe crapping all over him to the guy group, saying all these terrible things about him, being miserable at any of their festivities, not coming to things. I'm just so over and they've it. Done it for the last, it. And they've done it for the last 10 years. So when this guy wants to do it for five minutes and say he's done after, he can, he can say that. Yeah. And he's not taking shit anymore. He doesn't want Princess to come to the wedding anymore because he doesn't want bad energy. And I'm with Louie. If I am getting married, the last thing is the last thing that I would want, I don't care if it's my family. The last thing I would want is these negative looks, bad energy. Yep. And that's all Melissa and Princess have been bringing this entire season. Any situation, anytime Teresa's wedding is brought up, Melissa has this stank face, this stank facial expression every time. Joe is trying not to show up to have the things. Joe is having all the guys be against Louie. Whether, where when they went to the bar, he's talking all this crap about Louie. When they're all getting high, he's talking all this crap about Louie. How else do you guys expect Louie to react to all of this? It's Crazy. insane. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, this episode definitely was a filler because I feel like that's all kind of the notes that I have. Do you have any more things you want to say? No, that was it. I mean, he said a good line at the end about the snake pit, but. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a mic drop moment for him and that's it. Well, the season finale finally comes next week, and thank, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> Literally, thank God. You guys, this has been this has been a stressful time in our lives as well. Like, we <laughs> have been, oh, my God. It's just, like, an update after an update, an update after an update. Like, all, we just keeping up with social media. It's, it's, it's a lot, you guys. So I need a break from these women, and I think these women need a break from each other. And uh, I think we need a whole new cast, you guys, because I can't take it. But uh, thank God that it's next week. And you guys – like we had discussed, Margaret, we we were told that this was going to happen, and we we kind of saw a little bit of it. Margaret is reacting in the in the finale, and just remember, you know that shows a sense of guilt. Yeah, like don't you think? Don't you think based on seeing that she looked guilty as hell? One hundred percent. She was trying to be the loudest. She was so defensive, and I was like, oh boo, you're guilty. You really did say that, huh? You really you really said that. Did you think that it was? right for Danielle to tell Melissa or you like get this like you know th they made her at this point I don't think I'm, I'm not saying producers made Danielle uh Danielle is 
obviously really wants to be on the show. So Danielle's making a name for herself. So she's like, perfect opportunity, season finale. Let me do it. So I don't think anyone made it. Like, I I know I say that producers push it. I think Danielle was going to do it no matter what. Because she was going to do it at the bridal shower. At times, yes, producers will push you. Like, hey, you know about this? Bring it up, okay? Bring it up. Because that's what they basically probably did to Jennifer to bring it up to Danielle. Yes, yes. That's exactly what I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, but I think Danielle did that on her own and, uh, whatever. Cause again, Teresa and Louie, they're going to go back. You guys, they're going to look at their pictures. They're going to say, thank God those miserable F's were not at our wedding because if they did come to the wedding and they're all watching the show now, they would still find a problem with Teresa and Louie. And they would say, we're not, we haven't talked in months actually. Yep. We haven't talked since the wedding. We have, yeah. that was their plan. I feel like, I feel like their plan was not to come to the wedding and then say, we haven't talked since their wedding. That's how much she's changed. Same, we haven't talked to her since same. the wedding. That's what I feel like uh, Melissa and Princess were trying to do. But then they couldn't handle it. They were like, oh, perfect opportunity, the finale. And Melissa's like, bad. I wasn't even planning to go. I don't even have a dress. We're good, you know? So I think that. So it, it's funny because there was a post and it says that uncle or aunt who kept their distance from the rest of the family will start making more sense to you as you get older. Well, guess who liked it? Who? Melissa. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, just, okay, go like focus on your own family, Melissa, focus on your sisters, like who really have your back. So good. Good for you. So you guys just go do your own thing. Focus on that and stop focusing on anything Teresa and Louie. And again, you guys, I can't wait for this all to be over because I'm so over just seeing Melissa like things, talk about it. And I can't wait till Melissa has no storyline in the sense that she doesn't have to be like, yeah, our last conversation was this, blah, 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 because Teresa's done and I yeah. was going to be made aware of it. So you can't use her for your storyline anymore. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That was like an awkward little, <laughs> you good, boo? You good? I know what you want me to say to you. <laughs> All right. I know. Did I go on a tangent again? No. Okay. Well, thanks for the support. Anything else you want to add, Chantel? No, I don't think so. I think that wraps it up. Wraps yeah. up season 14. Well, we have – no, season 13, boo. 13, 13. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Chantel. Sorry. We we do have one more episode, so it doesn't wrap up season 13. I Chantel's know, but, like, done. we're finally, like, no, but we know what we know what's going to happen, but I am excited for us to finally see the reactions and see how yeah. it like, all played out. I know. Like, give us a reunion right after that, though. Like, please, give us a reunion. No, we're going to get Teresa's wedding special. No, I think the reunion's going to air before Teresa's wedding special. Why? That's so stupid. Really? I don't think that's stupid. I do. Wait, you, you're wait, you're so right. You are so right. So let me just look at this calendar real quick because I know when Teresa's wedding special is. What is today? The 9th. The 9th. So then the 16th. Yeah, I think her wedding special is going to be May 23rd. Yeah, perfect. It's It's one episode, right? It's just one episode. Yeah. So then, then the reunion would be the 30th. Oh my gosh, I can't do this. Bring it, <laughs> bring it now. Bring it now. Like, let's let it be. Oh my gosh. But yeah, okay. So yeah, then- especially because it's only one episode. Like, they should do it before the reunion so you can see that they weren't there and you're who was there and yeah, all that kind of fun stuff. You're absolutely right. That does make way more sense. Yeah. So that's that. I mean, that's all that we have. Do you have any other things you want to discuss, Chantel? No, stop asking me. Oh, did I already? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even realize you guys. I don't even realize I'm in La La Land. I'm exhausted. Well, I know. And like, thank God it's like, it, we're not doing I know, it to 11. I know. It really uh, did save us sometime. Sometime. It sure did. Yeah. Well, this was fun. Let us know what you guys thought. Make sure to leave us a five-star review or don't leave one at all. 
And we will talk to you guys someday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Be sure to check out allabouttrh.com for everything Royal Housewives and Bravo TV. And please make sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at allabouttrhpodcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.